So tell me. So the name is it's perpetual. perpetual okay. Fitness, yeah. So why did you build this place? Like what brought you to this point right here? Which is the most general, broad question, but we'll narrow it down as we go. Well, I would say that uh, what started it isn't necessarily that that has evolved. So okay. where I'm at today isn't necessarily the same reasons that I started it. Um, I think that to sum it up, yeah. I would say that just a, I think it was just something that um, training people. Yeah. Uh, once I found, uh, you know, CrossFit specifically, I mean, it's always been fitness, but yeah. CrossFit specifically and uh, just the, the, just the passion that I have for it and yeah. just wanting to, um, just wanting to give that to as many people as possible. And I think just having the self-awareness that I had yeah. the gift to, you know, once I was able to learn the, the methodology and the, um, the mechanics and how to cue people and stuff like that, yeah. it just meshed really well with my, you know, passion for business yeah. um, and my ability to, you know, just kind of relate to people and pull out the best in them like that's something that just I've always had yeah and so for sure then when I had then when I got the tools to actually um be able to help somebody with you know a specific area yeah um it was just it was just uh game over for me so at that point it was just a matter of where um I was going to do it at and yeah. it was a matter of you know figuring out the name finding the space uh, which the name is kind of what brought me here too is because oh, okay. I saw the name and yeah. everything. So it's from a business side of things, like fucking have a good name. People yeah. will come through. So yeah. Yeah. I'm not telling you that like, Hey, you buddy, you need to have a good name for your yeah. business. No, but, and you were telling me too, before this, you were saying, so it started with that little small, small space mm -hmm. right there, mm -hmm. that little kind of hallway. And yeah. then as people left, you started branching off and expanding from there to have what you have. Now. Yeah. Started yeah. with, uh, uh, it's like, I think 750 square feet or something over there. Yeah. Um, and just personal training and, uh, personal training that, um, I, within a year, you know, I had, my schedule was packed and it was like, Jeez, it was man. a good problem to have, but it was like, okay, I'm now turning away people. Yeah. Right? Cause my time was the limiting factor. Um, but I had also gotten people to a point where they were, uh, they were all at, they'd been with me for a while. So they were all at like similar fitness levels. Okay. So in order to make room, I was like, okay, well I got this guy and this guy, they train, you know, within an hour of one another yeah. and they're similar fitness levels. I'm going to see if they want to kind of work out together. Yeah. And so then they joined together and, um, they loved it and it allowed me to open up time and it was like, okay, cool. And then, you know, eventually added a third person, whatever. And as I was doing that, then the space came, uh, available next door. And, um, it was like, well, I just blew double up. down you, and yeah, yeah. And then, yeah. and then classes and then I could just, you know, start with personal training and then as they get fitter, you know, move them more into, um, a class environment. And yeah, that's just kind of how it's been going since. Yeah. How many coaches do you have now? Are you it? Still? Um, yeah, I you have a, more? uh, I have a full-time coach, um, and then a couple part-time coaches. Damn well. bro. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So a total of five or six, I think of us. Yeah. So it's obvious you're doing something here that is making people understand CrossFit in a different way. Yeah. yeah. And I think that it's not, uh, I think again, so it started with that, right? It started yeah. with fitness. And then I, I realized very quickly that, um, 
in my own life and in my client's life, you can be super fit and miserable at the same damn time. It's and you're right. Yeah. 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 Nobody thinks about it, but yeah. yeah. So, you know, I had, you know, hundred pound weight loss clients or, you know, we get them to this goal or I've had, I've had athletes and we get them to this goal Yeah. and it's cool for, uh, you know, that moment, maybe a day, a week, a month, if it's a really big goal, but then, uh, it's, once you reach that goal, it's like, all right, where do, where do I go next? And then, so it's, now it's the relationship. Now it's the career. Now it's the, you know, and so it just started really, um, and then just going through my own stuff, yeah. uh, just as a young man trying to figure things out. Um, I just realized how much of a, uh, an element, the, the whole, the mindset and the, um, just having a fulfilled life yeah. fitness is a big pillar of that it's not the answer it's part of the answer but it is not the answer and and that's what had, this place has evolved into so like it's the it's the um having the you know trying to be exceptional yeah when it comes to fitness yeah um and and being able to go toe to toe with any other you know gym facility trainer whatever when it comes to that but also recognizing that that's if we can if we can offer other things to people that are going to allow them to at the end of the goal, day like you know a fitness goal right you got a yeah. fitness goal so yeah like what's a what's a goal you've had or something that you're working on yeah trying to gain weight so gain, trying to build muscle yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah okay and why do you want that well if for me just just because you know, self-esteem issues, honestly, you look in the mirror and you're not happy with what you see. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, I need to get bigger. Right. And yeah. so, you know, you have this glimpse or you have this kind of vision or this understanding of what your potential is. Yeah. Right. And then you have what you see yourself as in the mirror today. That's true. Right? And then whatever that gap is, whether that is here or here or here is, is almost directly proportional to the amount of whatever we're going to be feeling inside. Right. That's, that's a good way. That's a, I like that though. Nobody said that, but that's true. <laughs> so yeah. so it's almost like an equation. The gap, the better we feel. It's like, we don't yeah. even have to wait to get to here to feel happy. Yeah. It's when you make, when you feel like you're making progress towards that area, that's when we feel alive. That's crucial, man. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Think yeah. About anytime you reach the goal, it wasn't about the goal. Goals aren't, goals are, goals are there to, for us to become more. Yeah. It's never about the end goal. It is, but it's it's the it's the process. But that's not involved. taught in today's like personal training worlds. So that's right. why what you're doing is isn't something that people think. And you're right, people. I think maybe people have been taught that if you don't reach the goal, then you you don't have a right to maybe feel good about yourself, or you maybe feel like a failure, or you feel like a failure. Yeah. Yeah. So rather than doing it that way, you mm -hmm. look at it as a spectrum. It's mm -hmm. kind of what you're presenting, mm -hmm. and you're allowing people. To, to feel good about themselves as they as they lessen this gap. In, in the yeah. process, right? And, yeah. then, and that's how you gain momentum too. So like our second, our number two core value here is celebration. I love it. So it's teaching people that it's a healthy, it's a, a healthy thing to do is to be able to celebrate yourself, right? I yeah. always tell people that a great business idea would be uh, uh, a place where you could, they rent cheerleaders out 24 seven. And then somebody just follows around and just like points out all the amazing shit that you're doing. Like, <laughs> yeah, true. Great job. Like, you're, you're killing it. Right. Yeah. But yeah. We're the only ones that see everything that we have going on. Yeah. Right. Parents see a glimpse of us. Coworkers see a glimpse of us. Wow. Relationship spouses, 
girlfriends, boyfriends, whatever, see a glimpse of us, we're the only ones that are with ourselves 24 seven. And so we're the only ones that see everything that we're trying to balance, right? Yeah. Our time, our emotions are, you know, trying to advance in careers and our fitness and our nutrition and, you know, our own insecurities and things like that. And so we have to, we are prone to, we're going to, if we're not careful, we're going to spend 80% of our time focused on where we feel like we're not reaching that yeah. bar. Yeah. And maybe 10 to 20% on all the awesome things that we're doing. And it's like, that needs to be flipped. We need to spend 80 to 90% of our time focused on the, all the awesome shit that we are doing, yeah. where we're making progress at. And then 10% of that time looking and being like, all right, I can be better here. Like, you know, shouldn't have said that to that person. So you, you are know, managing. Could have done better. Yeah. Teaching them how to, how to, how to, cause if you, if you are, if you wake up every day and all you see is how you're not reaching your potential, how much, yeah. how much you how lack, how much energy are you going to have to get out of bed when you just feel like every day you're waking up and it, you're a failure. Yeah. Right? Doesn't even have to do with working out just anything. So you wonder, yeah, that's, that's a yeah. huge reason why people are, why people are so tired these days, right? They just, they feel like, yeah. it, you know, energy is a, is, it's is everything. A, is psychology crucial. for mo- yeah. for the most part, right? Sleep's part of it. Nutrition's part of it, but you can eat, you know, you can eat and feel like shit and not have energy, right? Yeah. Uh, you can, I know people that sleep for eight, nine, 10 hours a night and they're still exhausted. It's, there's a mental, there's a mindset component to that as well. And if, when you feel, and when you could acknowledge all the, when you're making progress, progress helps us feel alive. So when we, when you can, in a healthy way, right? So like every day I have, yeah, I call it three, two, one. So like three things I'm grateful for, two things, celebrate, two wins that I've had, and then one intention I have for the day, one outcome. Do you make every client who comes through your door do this? I basically? don't give them all this at once because okay. it could be overwhelming. This is like a process that it takes to you add these in little by little. Yeah. But every client that comes in, they tell me either we start with like, "What are you grateful for today?" or um, t- "Give me three wins." Yeah. Right? And nine times out of ten, I'm coaching them into I'm I'm help I'm basically pointing out all their wins because they yeah. come in they're like I nothing like I you know like it's it's just not a natural thing for us wow. to to, to f- be focused on and I can tell where people are focused just by asking those questions because yeah. if, if they don't have if those things aren't top of mind and then they're there and mm-hmm. I show them it's like okay 30 seconds ago you had zero and we now we have five right and I just picked helped you pick out five things that you're doing well. Yeah. You thought there was none. Yeah. It just tells me where their mind's at and their mind's at at, on focusing on how they're not meeting their expectations for themselves. You know? So it's kind of, you're answering the, the ultimate question of retention and, and maintaining somebody's progress as opposed to, cause I mean, that's, that's every personal trainer's question. Mm -hmm. That's the, the ultimate thing is like, you can have them do anything, any kind of exercise, any Mm -hmm. kind of fitness process, program, whatever but finding a way to kind of psychologically hack the the process Mm -hmm. is the way to go and i like i like what you said the whole thing about flipping it Mm -hmm. the 80 to 80 10 or 90 10 thing Mm -hmm. was was fucking perfect yeah Yeah. it's got to be that way and we got and it and it's an uncomfortable thing and it's a skill it's like anything else you know it's not something that is going to feel natural at first but like you know, if any, if this audience, if, if it's people that are trying to start a journey or continue yeah. on a journey, it's, it's got to be, it has to be, 
you know, it has to start there and you got to see progress because if you don't feel like you're making progress, um, it's just a matter of time before you, you fall off the way. Sure. Yeah, it's going to happen. You know, the progress keeps the momentum going. So that yeah. then when life comes, life events happen, instead of those being things that it's a instead of it being a wall, yeah. it becomes a speed bump. It is if somebody were to try to do it by themselves, let's say, you know, without your mm-hmm. help or any other coach, like what could they do to maybe push themselves in that direction of constantly keeping their successes like in their head? Yeah. They just wake up and reaffirm like what they're what they've done. Um, but because because looking at your sheet and everything, that seems like a great way to kind of go about it, you know? You know, I was reading this book. Uh, and actually, Tony um, Tony Robbins, who's a, a, a big fan, okay. he talks about this as well. But like when they teach you how to, uh, when they're teaching you how to drive a race car, yeah, right? it's like a, a Formula One car. They'll put you in like a simulator, and so when you first get out, when you get out on the track, they'll put you on a simulator, and they'll be like, you know, within the next ten minutes, we're gonna take over. So like they can take over the wheel, right? Yeah, they can take control over the wheel. And they're like, we're not going to tell you when, but at some point we're going to take over the wheel as you're going relatively fast, right? Yeah. And the, the, the test is to not look at the wall when that happens. So you're going around okay. turn, they start taking up, so like shit gets out of control, right? And they say, the test is, do not look at the wall. Why, why would they tell you that? Why do you think? Uh, makes you panic. Is it kind of like a mental thing? You just have to keep going forward, right? Yeah. Okay. If we look at the wall, there's a much greater chance i think it's like an 80 percent or greater chance of you yeah running into the wall then hitting the wall true because oh yeah you're focused I, yeah on it, right? okay you're focused on it so they tell you to look where instead so do you look straight when you're okay or look where look into the turn or look, look into the you, turn look in the okay. direction that you want to go <laughs> you set me up now right? i sound like it is. no it's okay. <laughs> no, no, that's, no but that's but it. i get what you're saying so it's so it's avoiding it it's keeping your mind away from it looking it's away. looking in the direction that you want to go in okay not in the direction that because where focus goes energy flows yeah so if we're focused on things that you know make us fearful uh anxious um feel guilt or shame or we we're worried about what this person thinks yeah. or what that person thinks right it's like whatever we're focused on we're going to feel yeah you know focus is 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 feeling in a lot of the ways so on that side of the paper it's like we write out the things that are taking up their their mental real estate right? yeah so uh, like, like what others think about me, um, future outcomes, right? Have you ever like think about, Oh, it's always fear of the future, man. Yeah. Like literally just not. And especially, I mean, shit, you, you know, more than anybody, you got a freaking business. You're probably yeah. always waking up, like trying to fight that, that mental struggle. Yeah. You know? There's always uncertainty, right? But like yeah. ever, you ever have like a, a parent or something, or somebody <clears throat> doesn't like text you back right away when normally they do. And then a girl. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then, and then so, yeah. <laughs> that. And, then, and then, so there's all these, you play out all these stories yeah. and like, you know, within 20 minutes, you like, you're certain that, you know, she doesn't like you because you said this or whatever, oh, and then she texts you back. She's like, "Hey, could have a phone, whole other conversation about that too." You know, yeah, my yeah. phone died or something. And it's just like, "Oh, but it felt real, right?" Yeah, you, you were just thinking about it. That's true. But the it didn't even happen, but it felt like it did. Because you, because it's sort of so because you just let your mind look that yeah, look in and that you're direction, focused on that and what that means to you, whatever. And so that's going to create a, uh, an emotion. Yeah. Right. So focusing on those things isn't going to allow us to be in a good place so we put all those away uh, over on that that side of the paper look away and then over on this side of the paper it's focus on right okay what are the things that we need to focus on to keep us 
going in the direction that we want to, such as gratitude, yeah. celebrating our wins, uh, exercise, nutrition, sleep, meditation, self-care, reading, growth, right? Learning things that setting goals that yeah. are going to get us excited, right? All the things, you know, uh, massages, whatever, filling your day with things that bring you energy and uh, are more in your control is going to keep you in that state where now, now you open, you're opened up to like, okay, what else is possible? You also feel just more vibrant, honestly. It probably translates 100%. into core feelings and everything. You want to talk to more people. You feel more confident. It expands everything, yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. yeah, it's true. And and But the whole thing probably goes into fitness as well with, with um, trying not to look at the wall. Maybe if somebody's trying to reach a performance goal with CrossFit, mm -hmm. and that applies to that, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're doing a set of some kind, you can't, you can't necessarily acknowledge how you feel, you know, you well, can't doubt yourself. You have to put your mind where you need it to be. hundred yeah. percent. So like yesterday we had, it's so it's directly parallel to, to yeah. CrossFit, right. And life in general. So yesterday we had a workout. It had, um, double unders, sucks. handstand pushups, double and, sucks. uh, heavy deadlifts and like rowing. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. you know, if some, especially somebody, if, whether you are a, it doesn't matter who, who you are. It's one of those things is probably more of a weakness at the very least than the other. Right. Yeah. Or if you're coming in and you're starting off, all those things are going to be weaknesses. Yeah. And so you come in here and you try to, you try to tackle, and if you have high standards for yourself, right? If you're somebody that wants to be able to do all these things and knows that they can, just you haven't had the time or the, the practice or the coaching or whatever to get you there. Yeah. And you come in and you try to be amazing at all four of those things, you're not gonna leave here feeling very good. No. Right. So it's let's focus on the one thing, let's set an intention. What's the one thing that you're gonna focus on during this workout today? Everything else, if it happens, cool. If not, it's Don't worry okay, about right? it. Right? Just like move, feel good through those things. Put your energy and focus on those things. Allow yourself to take one step closer today in that area. And then you're going to leave here feeling good. Yeah. You come back the next day and you get a little bit better, a little bit better, a little bit stronger, a little bit faster, a little bit, you know, uh, have a little bit more skill, whatever. That's the thing about CrossFit is it's, it's you know, like anything, the blessing is usually the curse. There's so many things to do and be good at yeah. that it can feel overwhelming and frustrating, you know, and daunting. That's true. Um, but the only way to get there is through. But at the same time, it's those are also the, that's what keeps it so engaging. That's why it's so, so interesting. To, yeah, because there, yeah. there, it doesn't get boring, you know. Yeah. Um, but you got to look at it as a process, and so that's why it's about it's not about being fit tomorrow. It's about being fit indefinitely yeah you just know? And forever when you have that long game in mind then it allows you to be like okay well maybe i don't need to have this tomorrow but it'd be cool maybe in the next three months and then from there i work on something else and now in a year i've gotten i've made this much progress yeah and i feel great about it versus feeling like shit because i i didn't do everything what you wanted week, to do you know <laughs> yeah and it's funny because you're kind of dealing with two kinds of people then you're dealing with the people who like you said expect perfection, expect mm -hmm. them to do everything. So they hit the wall of, of maybe not living up to their own expectations. And then you got the people on the other end who maybe don't think they can do anything. Mm -hmm. And, and, and then, so you got that side. So you're like dealing with two opposite ends of mm -hmm. 
mental shit going on. Yeah, and the yeah. answers are the same though. You know, the answers yeah. are the same. For same, the most part. same philosophy. Yeah, yeah. and um, yeah, I mean, I think that's a that's a uh, just like another blessing is a curse type of situation is yeah. that a lot of people that are attracted at least to this place um i'm assuming probably crossfit in general probably fitness in general are people that have high standards for themselves yeah and so that, that which is my you know my preferred crowd you know yeah. i want people that want to be more in all areas of their life around me because <laughs> somebody coming in like oh i don't know about yeah. this i, I might just i don't really give a shit about <laughs> my life or, you know <laughs> you're like you're an interesting client <laughs> yeah. i don't know about you <laughs> yeah uh, it's like all right we gotta because that's something that i can't you know people got people got to want it at the yeah. end of the day you know yeah and so that's that's something that i can't i you know you got to participate in your own rescue so to speak but your philosophy does tackle the idea of wanting it or at least uh, making it apparent to people like like you know do it this way and then you'll you'll feel that motivation kind of mm -hmm. bubble up i mm -hmm. guess you know but it's got to be you have to have yeah. a, you have to have something that you're that you want that excites you and and that's i can true. help people figure out what that is but if uh if that part isn't there then um you know, that's something that has to be worked out internally. Like, okay, what is my, cause there's some people that just, they, they want to, you know, have, they're very happy with, you know, yeah, whatever their whatever life looks like, how with. it is. And, you know, they don't have, they don't want to continue striving, getting better. I honestly don't know how that could actually be true. I think those, I think the, when I meet people like that, it's just like, I don't know. I don't know that you can really. It's hard to work with that. I'm sure. It, I'm, but I guess, I guess that's, it comes down to the, you know, you choose at the end of the day you kind of do choose the client to a certain degree like you you kind of have to maybe yeah you know? I, well yeah. i think that they're not going to come here unless they are unless they're serious about it it's you true know? And, it's true um, and they and if if that's the case then that's uh the the people that you know that it tends that to are going to come here yeah, anyway yeah, 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 yeah for for real though but it's the people that have the highest standards that are that's what I'm saying where that's a blessing and a curse too, because it's amazing thing to have high standards and to expect more and to want to be more. Right. Yeah. Cause when we become more then we have more to give others. Right. Yeah. That's, that's for real. That's a good way to put it. And yeah. So that's a beautiful thing, but it's also when we have high standards and we're not careful, that's where we're spending all that time beating ourselves up for not meeting those high standards Yeah. versus recognizing that, no, you were just, we just have high standards. So we're trying to be a lot, you know, uh, and so it's okay to not be there yet. It's a great thing to keep that. Like we don't, that, that part is what it is. We shouldn't necessarily change our standards just because we need to lower them, right? Keep yeah. them high, but recognize that it's a process to get there. And that's where all the magic happens anyway. Give yourself that, that glory for the small successes. Yes. Yeah. Give Reward yourself. Time. yourself. Yeah. Give yeah. yourself Enjoy time. the journey, you know? Patience is hard, man. Mm -hmm. I think that's also too, you know, at the end of the day, that's the, that's the key ingredient. Maintaining patience is, yes. is a fucking tough one yeah. too. And consistency. Yeah. yeah, yeah. For anybody, mm -hmm. any, any, at any point in time in your athletic journey going mm -hmm. to, you know, like, cause yeah, I want to build muscle. I'm not mm -hmm. there yet. God damn it. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> I suck. I suck. I know. <laughs> Hitting that fucking wall. <laughs> Leave here doing the exact opposite of what you told me to do.